And we're live here on Facebook Live uh, with Balls and Sticks, the podcast. Rich, how you doing this week? Um, I'm doing all right, Mike. We had a loss in the family this week as uh, my uh, Uncle Jeff on um, on my wife's side passed away up in Madison, Wisconsin this, uh, this past weekend, uh, which is why we're doing a Friday night show. So I appreciate you working. Uh, working around the schedule to make this happen as uh, tomorrow will be spent with family as we have a memorial service uh, for him on Saturday. Yeah, send our love. Um, sorry, we we would try to attend. And if uh, if it wasn't for the craziness going on, we probably would. But uh, Danielle and I are, just, are, start, are recovering from the COVID, so we're not able to join you guys. Um, sorry about that. But more importantly, um, sorry for the loss uh, to Amy and um, Ron and the whole the whole Lehman's family. Uh, we'll be praying for you guys tomorrow for strength and wisdom and in uh, what you got to do. So um, that and uh, but we got a show to do. Oh, we, we do. We got a full um, question it, to it hit, was, get up. It was it was Thanksgiving on Thursday, Mike. It was. Um, it was. Um, I, I know that you, you, you and Danielle are in quarantine. So, uh, how was your Thanksgiving, or the what, or the closest thing to a Thanksgiving you could have? Well, we did a COVID Thanksgiving. We had some f- family that uh, also had had tested positive, so we had them over. Uh, I smoked a, a twenty-two pound turkey because we bought it because we thought we were having a big family get together at our house with uh, about, I mean, big. We had ten people planning on coming. Um, so it still would have been way more food than we needed, but, you know, leftovers. So you have turkey sandwiches for the night game. But that didn't happen last night. And But we had uh, all the fixings. I made sweet potato casserole by, uh, by myself for the first time. Turned okay. out really good. Cool. Yeah. Um, it, it, we did not. We decided not to get together with family this year. Um, <laughs> so uh, we did get to see uh, Karen and Ron as they were. In the neighborhood, they were going for a nice little drive, and they stopped by to give us some dessert, some uh, cherry pie, mm. uh, which we had um, later on that evening. But other than that, it was a rather small meal, as we had a pre-cooked um, turkey breast that was uh, marinated and pre-cooked from Aldi, and then it was just uh, box stuffing, mashed potatoes, and green beans. But hey, you know, that's it, it a was still Thanksgiving nice meal. That it is. that is still a Thanksgiving meal, so good on you for that. Um, man, uh, sports was kind of slow this week, but we still got stuff to talk about. Yeah, we sure do. It'll be a very heavy on football this week, as still yep. no news coming out of the MLB with the free agent. No big free agent signings, no really big noteworthy trades happened. Nope. And uh, the NBA is still kind of, still kind of, uh, still kind of, unthawing in their off season as well yeah they're gonna start uh we have a start date for when they're gonna end up coming back so uh, for pre preseason when preseason yeah. is allowed to happen for preseason yes. so we'll give you that um plus we have a poll question uh college football to talk about uh and then uh rich you want to tell us what we got the the any highlights out of uh what's left of the show um we'll be looking at the nfl Okay. Continued football talk, take, giving you a recap of our picks from week 11 and then giving you our picks for week number 12. We also, we don't have it in here, but we forgot to put uh, dog show recap. Yeah. The national dog show recap. We got it. That's, I, I'm making the claim now, put it in the notebook. 
uh, make a note of it. Every year for Thanksgiving, we have to pick uh, what group the winner will come out of. Okay. We can do that. I don't know if you for follow the dog show for next at all. year. But we yes, the dogs, the national dog show is something that my wife and I watch every year. Yeah, I I enjoy it too. My wife gets the kick out of how much I enjoy it. But we'll talk about that and so much more. Uh, how about I roll that intro? And we're back, folks. Uh, Rich, okay. Um, so, where do you want to start? Let's do. We let's go with the poll question. We had um, yeah. we had football true stories mm-hmm. this week. Um, give us a recap of what uh, movies were on that. Okay, so uh, so this week with the true stories, we had We Are Marshall, The Express, Invincible, Radio, Rudy. And remember the Titans. Well, I did. Uh, I so normally, Rich, both you and I share out the post, and when we do, um, occasionally people make comments. My uncle Chris Hart uh, commented okay. this week that we forgot Brian's song. Uh, that that is a valid omission, but at the same time, Brian's song was a made-for-TV movie. That aired on the ABC network. I will. So it was not a theatrical release. I would argue that it still deserves to be in here. I understand. I didn't. I didn't remember it. So it's on me as much as it's on, on anybody. Um, we do apologize for those that uh, would have voted for Brian's song. It wasn't there. Maybe if we ever do one of these polls again, we'll include it. But it wasn't. We apologize. So, Rich, how did our picks do this week? And uh, how well, did... well, 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 before we give the poll winner, Mike, what movie did you go with from the list? Um, Rudy. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's the best one uh, I've seen in. I mean, that's that's my favorite. One of my favorite football movies. One of my favorite sports movies of all time anyway, let alone uh, let alone uh, football. football. Yeah. Yeah, I, I went with Rudy as well. It was a tough one for me. I originally was voted for Remember the Titans <laughs> um, and then switched my vote over to Rudy. Um, mostly because, you know what, it, it, every time I watch that, when they're, when they're, when he's getting carried, when before he goes in the game, they're chanting, Rudy, 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 Rudy how can you not get goosebumps? Ah. How can you not get goosebumps? How do you not cry? When they come in with their jerseys and lay it on the yeah. coach's desk and said, I want Rudy to have my spot, coach. Okay, so, uh, <sighs> so one thing I would like to add for, the, for Rudy, though, is uh, if you – I know you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, Mike. If it's still out there, look for The Real Rudy. It's a okay. documentary about the movie Rudy. Okay. There where, you, where Rudy Rudiger actually talks through the movie, gives a little bit of background on what happened to his life after – what led up to what what he had to do to make that movie happen 
as well as uh, what what how his life has changed since uh, since graduating from the University of Notre, Notre Dame. Okay. Um, but our poll winner was Remember the Titans, which uh, another one of my favorite sports movies on the football hey, side. So if your I, wife would have voted with us, we would have had a tie, and then you and I get to pick the tiebreaker because it's our show. No, but but she didn't. She went with radio. Which is all still, a, which is once again another good football movie, though. Yeah, yep. So, so remember the Titans will move on. Now, Mike, do you want to go with T? Would you want to go with drama, or do you want to go in the direction of comedies this week? Um, you know, I told you one thing on air or before mm-hmm. on the pregame, and I'm and you're working on getting it set, but I think we're gonna actually change it. We're gonna okay. go with we're gonna split up. The dramas that are true life dramas and the dramas that are made up dramas. And we're going to sandwich it with comedy in the middle. Okay. So, so your choices for comedies will be The Replacements, Little Giants, Leatherheads, and The Water Boy. I know what one I'm voting for. It's a tough one for me. It's between one or two movies. I know where I'm going to vote, but it, it's a tough one for me. So you'll, we'll we'll get the poll up uh, shortly after we get off air tonight, and we'll talk about where where our votes went on next week's show. Sounds like a good plan. Okay. Um... So, Mike, uh, let, we're going to stay on the football side, and uh, we're going to go over to the Big Ten. Yeah. Give you our give you how our Big Ten picks went last yeah. week. So let me get that brought up so, here. Um, first and foremost, uh, we do need to talk about Minnesota Wisconsin game. Yeah, that's. I, I'm a little disappointed that that game was canceled and they didn't try and find a way to schedule that game. Um, I understand. I mean that that the that the conference's rules on COVID and them not allowing rescheduling of games to be done but i mean the fact that what the game has a hundred and this not game being is, played for the first time since 1906 was it that's the first time that this game like since before the cubs won their first world series yeah it's a little strange to me like if they found a way to play it during the world war one and world war two eras yeah. When they had a lot of the probably college age kids getting drafted or going into the military voluntarily, why couldn't they have found a way to play this game even though even through COVID? Yeah. Do you, I, rest the, do you not do you not allow the team the team members that currently have it to travel? Or do you find a way to get other athletes to fill out the roster and play the game? The hard part for me for this game is that this means that Wisconsin is not eligible for championship week. That weekend. is correct. Now, I think the perfect time to make up this game, because now it's not capable of happening, why not do this game on championships weekend? Doesn't matter. Hmm. But these two teams, does, like, this is the ga- this is one of those games that you these two teams look forward to from the time they agree, they agree to sign with a college up until the, the day they graduate, this is one of those games. You gotta let them play. So. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I like that. I like that 
idea as a compromise for rescheduling the game because yeah. they because the conference has already said. <clears throat> yeah. The conference has already said that if there is a for that week, is that is it that they're the Big Ten Championship week? Yeah. That every single team is going to play on that week. They'd like them to. Whether it's for the Big Ten Championship or not. Yep. But uh, yeah, so, so maybe it'll be interesting. Happen. I think that or, or, that would be a great our... way to make that happen. Um, you know, if I'm the Big Ten, that's what I do with it. But that's just me. I'm, you know. I'm aren't little... they trying to do East versus West? That's what they want to do for that final week. That's so what they want to do. Minnesota and Wisconsin in the same conference. They are, but I don't care. It's a great time to make up this game, isn't it? I, I agree, Mike. <coughs> so, um, right. So, uh, okay, where are we at from... week five? How'd we do? Okay, so for week five, um, I got my pick right as Iowa beat up on Penn State 41 to 21. Mike, you also got your pick as the Michigan Wolverines defeated Rutgers 48 to 42, but it took three overtimes. Hey, I'm okay with that. Uh, so you're at four and one. I am. I am at three and two going into week six action. Okay. So Mike, um, of the teams that you have left to pick from, who's your pick to win this week? Both teams that I, both teams in the game from which I'm going to pick, are eligible mm-hmm. for me to pick. I believe. No. No. Oh. Okay. You used Michigan State week one. When oh, yeah. They lost when Rutgers. they lost to Rutgers. Rutgers. Ugh. Okay, well, either way, uh, Northwestern looks like a great team this year. I, I'm i having a hard time deciding who else to go with. Uh, so we're going to go with Northwestern. I think they're the better team in this game anyway. Yep, I, I agree. Um, I'm going to go with the Ohio State Buckeyes over the Fighting Illini. You know what? Without... That's, a, that's a great pick. Uh, the problem is, is that feel like a little bit of a waste on your Ohio State pick? Well, it, it kind of <coughs> does. I was looking over the schedules for for the other weeks, and I, I my I have my plan. I I, I have my plans of who I'm going to pick uh, the next two weeks. So, and I didn't like the matchups that Ohio State already is playing in week seven and eight. Okay. So that's why I went with Ohio State this week against the Fighting Illini. And if you uh, don't win be... this week, you can't win the overall, can you? I don't think I can. No. I think you need me to lose and you need to win at least one of these weeks for you to even be able to take a chance to win, let alone, or to tie, let alone win. Yeah. So that that's that was the other reason of why I'm going with the the Buckeyes this week instead of saving the saving the pick for for later on for later on I like that that's a good strategy good strategy okay um so uh so far we're three quarters we're two-thirds of the way this week is the three-quarter part point of the season um for the Big Ten right if Mm -hmm. so Let's talk. Do you think Ohio State has a chance at making the Final Four? I think they do, only okay. because I, I don't know. I, I think the Big Ten took the steps that they needed to take to give Ohio State or another team from their conference 
a chance to be in the top four for the championship picture. So I think as long as a Big Ten team can win out, there's a chance that they can get into the top four. Okay. Um, with that being said, is is uh, is Jim Harbaugh done in the in uh, Michigan? Because because at that point you're you're expecting him to lose to Ohio State, right? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, I mean that's what we're we're expecting to have happen, right? So, if he loses to Ohio State, is he done? I think so. Okay. I, 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 I mean, the only thing that I can think of is that maybe the university gives him a pass due to the COVID circumstances, and he gets <laughs> one more year. Yeah. And the only other way I could see that happening is because maybe they don't want to pay him to either sit out a season or coach somewhere else. Yeah. And pay I can, out the rest of his contract. I can see that. Um, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent opposed to that concept, but man, how hard is that to, uh, to look at for as a, as a fan? Yeah, it, it would have to be tough. Um, I don't know. Maybe Michigan will be saved and they won't be, have to make that decision because maybe an NFL team will come calling for Jim Harbaugh too. That would be the best thing for him. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen though. So, okay. Um, I think that's all we have for college football. Um, oh, no. What do you think? What do you think of the college football rankings? Oh, yeah. I got Right now, the, the top four, if the, if the, playoffs if if college football was done your final four would be alabama notre dame clemson and the ohio state uh yes but the ohio state is ranked third not fourth Um, okay i must be looking at i'm just looking at the at the rankings from espn so yeah this is so you you could be correct i have i have the ap so okay either way um you know i like this um it, Notre Dame making a making a play for it, making an argument for why they should be be in there. Um, it ends up Ohio State and Notre Dame play um, could be a fun game. It's good to see Notre Dame back in the back in uh, in a in a position where they are as good as they are, uh, where they haven't we haven't seen them do that. I mean. Back when we were kids, was the last time they were this good. Like they've always been good, but the last couple years they've really been making strides to be truly one of the top ten team, one of the top four teams to try to make those playoffs. They're doing a great job. Um, I'm all for it. Let's go Notre Dame. Okay, so in the ACC championship game, if Clemson with Trevor Lawrence at quarterback beats Notre Dame to where both Clemson and Notre Dame have a one loss, is their record good enough to keep both teams in the top four? Okay. So then we have to look at who in the bottom, uh, who in the in the, next, in the rest of the top ten uh, would you consider? So then you have a one loss A&M, a one loss Florida, mm-hmm. an undefeated Cincy, and an undefeated BYU. 
BYU having nine games might be able to make an argument for it. But we'll see. Um, But one thing to consider with Florida, though, is that they would be a two-loss team, assuming because they would probably have to face Alabama for the SEC championship game as it's currently ranked. So that takes them out. Um, So then we have Miami, Florida. Uh, do they deserve the U? Uh, do they deserve a shot? They'll be a one-loss team. Uh, probably not. They would. They would probably only get in if they somehow made it into the ACC championship game. I have, I have one for you that okay. uh, might throw you a curveball. How about the team that Ohio State's going to be? That at this point it looks like Ohio State's going to end up playing for the uh, Big Ten championship. You're referring to Northwestern? I am referring to Northwestern. It, it a could one be good, loss it, Northwestern. It's a valid argument. A it's one... a valid, it'd be a valid argument if Northwestern was undefeated and they beat Ohio State for the Big Ten Championship. Even if they lose. Even if they lose. Their one loss is to Ohio State. You're telling me Ohio... Let's say, let's say Notre Dame beats Clemson. Okay. Okay. Then you have a two-loss Clemson versus a one-loss Northwestern. I'm this... sorry, Mike, but but I I think it's going to take a Big Ten team being undefeated to get into that top four. Okay. Top four championship game because it... just off of strength of schedule, and that's just my opinion. Okay, maybe, but they still okay. Let's say they beat Ohio State. A does that take Ohio State out? I don't know, Mike. I don't know. So if they beat Ohio State, now we have a no-loss Northwestern who beat Ohio State, who's in. Why don't the, why doesn't Northwestern deserve to be in over Clemson or Notre Dame, whichever one loses the 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 ACC championship? Because the rest of the, the ACC because the ACC played more games. Okay, that's a that is a valid point. I will give you that one. Um, however, uh, the ACC is, the ACC's bottom half, bottom, every, your top three in the ACC Mm -hmm. are the good teams. After that, tell me, tell me good teams in the ACC. Yeah, just, just Clemson or Notre Dame for me. Maybe, maybe Miami. Miami would be your your only other option. So... Okay, so now, if you're saying strength of schedule, if you're saying strength of schedule, you're telling me Northwestern's strength of schedule is worse than Clemson's? Iowa? Yeah, for for me, this is also coming from the person that doesn't follow, doesn't follow really to follow college football that much either. So, Um, Nebraska? These are, t- I mean, uh, Indiana. The Big Ten has, in the top 15, the Big Ten has one, two, three. Three in the top 15, and four in the top 20. 
Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I, I think if anything, you know, the other thing that the committee <laughs> could be considering this year could be not only what they did this year, but what their roster looks like and what the potential could have been if they had played a full season. Even a two-loss Clemson team with Trevor Lawrence under center, that could give them the leg up and history from previous records from previous years could give them the nod to stay in the top four in that over case, over a team over a over a team from the SEC or or the Big Ten getting a second Big Ten or SEC team in there. I mean, if we're making that argument, if we're making that argument, then and and the, I think this is an accurate statement. Then Alabama should never ever 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 have to worry about not making the playoffs because their history and their potential is always the best. Either way, uh, no, I, yeah, I think that they, they have the right four teams in there right now. Um, I do have a problem if Clemson loses that uh, ACC national, ch- or that ACC title game. If they lose yeah. a second game and it's to Notre Dame, I got a problem with them being number them being in there. I think teams like Northwestern should have an argument to get in. I think teams like, I mean, heck, even Texas A&M. By the way, coach of the uh, uh, NCAA coach of the year down there, Texas A&M. In that. Uh, What's his face's job a year and a, a year and a half ago, and then he left to work with uh, uh, out in Arizona, Kyler Murray, um, and no, I think uh, Kingsbury was at Texas Tech. Oh, it was. That's right. Okay, okay, you're right. I'm wrong. Still, I I just there are teams. We'll see. We'll 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 have to be table this discussion for later. Because, I mean, I'm sure every week as they come out with new rankings, we'll kind of discuss it. Do, do we agree? What, do we disagree? And maybe could this um, – maybe not to, not to open up a wound on a topic that we've talked about over over every single year. Do you think this would have been the perfect year to have – The Mikey Hart? It's six. Yeah, a, a, an eight-team or a six-team playoff, um, not just the top four. I think it would not. I think it would be a good idea, but I, you know, I've always, I've always said that. So, hey, whatever. Um, but we have the NFL to talk about. We sure do. So week eleven, Mike. Yeah. Lot of we kind of had a mixed bag this week. Yep. Um, neither of us got our locks, as the. Packers lost to the Colts 34 to 31 in overtime. Yeah. And the Broncos beat the Dolphins 20 to 13, so we both fall to 8 and 3. Uh-huh. However, we both got our upsets as the Titans beat the Ravens 30 to 24 in overtime on a Derrick Henry walk-off 20-yard touchdown in overtime and Oh, I'm sorry. You did not get your lock as the Brown as the Eagles lost to the Browns, twenty-two to seventeen. Yeah, I did a terrible job. And then uh, we had two games yesterday to talk about. We sure did. Again, um, that I got thanks. neither pick. Um, no, you did not. So, um, 
Thanksgiving saw the Washington football team beat up on the Cowboys 41-16 to behind three touchdowns from Antonio Gibson. And then and we the- saw Houston beat Detroit 41-25 to earlier in the day. Um, yep. Man, so is Houston better than we think they are? And is Washington the best team in the AFC least? I, I still think the AFC least is almost anybody's division to win right now. You know, I honestly that, picked that, that game. To say, I think it's too it's too close to call. I legitimately picked that game because I thought Dallas was the team that was going to end up winning this in a backdoor win uh, of the champion of the of the division. And uh, at this point, you got to start question. I mean, I know they already are, but you got to start questioning leadership. That's where your problem is. Why are you going for a, a fake punt when you're up a touchdown? Or was it two touchdowns? I think they were down at that point. But, yeah, that, that fake punt call was just a head scratcher. There was yeah. – I mean, yeah. normally on a fake punt, you're not looking to to have the, the person running the ball to get that no. first down. You're looking at a pass. Yeah. On a fake punt play. Uh, so you have that. You have, um, I mean, it just, overall, the decision-making in that game was terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, what was, so it brings, and again, I do this regularly. I try to, I try to make these, I'm not trying to make hot takes necessarily, but I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to make statements, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Not not really hot takes, but at least statements. Uh, and this week's, I'm going to say, does this mean that Aaron Rodgers was better than he is? That he was covering for this terrible coaching of Mike McCarthy? There's still a part of me that would like to see what Mike McCarthy, what what could have been if Dak Prescott hadn't gotten injured? Man, though. Yeah, but, okay, even if he's not injured, though, why are you making these terrible calls? I mean, I, I know that the way that I form the question, you kind of have to take the defensive because it's automatically saying that I'm on the I, – I am totally against Mike McCarthy right here. I understand that that's what's being said, but if – if you're that, if it's that bad, why are you making such terrible calls? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it, it's a valid point. I know, I don't know what week it was of this show when we were talking about player coaches on the hot seat. And I said, Mari, what about Mike McCarthy? And at the time you were saying, no, that that's not going to happen. He's in his first year. Well, and I think and Jerry Jones is kind of been up for discussion as far as now, <laughs> as the Cowboys have looked worse and worse. Maybe that's not looking as bad as a possible hot seat. And you know what? I don't think it's a terrible call to put him on the hot seat. The problem is, is is he actually going to be on the hot seat? Because you and I both know Jerry Jones, right? And is Jerry gonna is Jerry gonna fire him this quickly after hiring him? Look how long he gave to the Clapper. Jerry Jones. Yeah, but. 
Jason Garrett also had a connection to the organization, whereas Mike McCarthy doesn't. Okay. I just... I. But I, I still, I mean, I, I think he's on the hot seat, but I think that between the injuries on the offensive line and the Dak Prescott, I think that he could, you could see him get year two to see what he can do with a healthy roster. I think, I think he's going to get year two. Cause I think uh, I honestly uh, disagree with you. And I think that, uh, um, I think Jerry Jones is going to stick to his guns and say he made the right choice. I don't think Jerry likes to admit when he's wrong in general, let alone when, uh, when, yeah. So that's why I think Jerry's going to, Jerry will yeah. keep him around. Um, and, that, and that's a fair point because he did, he didn't necessarily fire Jason Garrett. Right. His contract ran out. Right. And he chose not to retain him. Right. And it took a long time for Garrett to understand that that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. But, so the other news that maybe come out yep. of the NFL this week was uh, the Bears turning back to Mitch Trubisky yeah. for, for their Week 12 game against the Green Bay Packers. Is it a good enough call? It's a situation, I think in this situation, they don't have a choice. Nick Foles can't go, and your only other option, unless you sign somebody off the street, would be Tyler Bray, the third-string quarterback. Yeah, I I understand. Um, and you know what? That's oh, man. I still think if I'm, uh, I still think that I would want to uh, not play Mitch Trubisky this week. Hmm. If I could. And, and why? And why is that? Um. Or, I mean, are you saying they should have caught do – do you play – are you saying they should have given Tyler Bray and maybe a, a Wildcat? Yeah. Play Wildcat and Tyler Bray for the entire – for week 12? I think at least you got to give Tyler Bray a shakedown. See what you, see what you think of him. Because, I mean, is he going to be that much worse than Mitch Trubisky at this point? We don't know. I we know what we have. By all means, you know what you have in Mitch Trubisky. Tyler Bray. Yeah. Not, I don't think he's ever started an NFL game, and I think I don't even think he has that many career passing attempts either. I mean, he he took more snap. He took as many snaps the other day as uh, um. I, he took as many snaps the other day as he has in his career. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, maybe Trubisky will be on a short leash, and you'll see Tyler Bray come into the come into the game if if uh, Trubisky isn't moving the offense along well enough in that game. But I mean, even if you had Nick full a full healthy Nick Foles, with the way the Bears' offense is playing anyway, do you really do the Bears have a chance in this game? Regardless of who's under quarterback, I mean, the only good thing they got going for them is at least they get running back David Montgomery back. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry about that, folks. No. Um, here's the problem, though. It's a divisional game. Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta hope. You gotta. You gotta do your best out there. Um, you gotta show up. And I think. I mean, honestly, with divisional games, 
it's anybody's call on who can who can do it. Okay. <laughs> like anybody can do it. So I'm not I'm not that surprised. I, I would, All right. I would like to see the the Bears do it. I don't think they're going to. Um, but we got to get on to picks for this week. And who is your you won last week? Who's your who's your lock of the week? Well, my lock of the week, uh, in honor of my uh, my un- of uh, Uncle Jeff, who is a big Packer fan. Um, I'm gonna go Bears over the Pack. I'm gonna go Packers over the Bears. I, I want to see the Bears win, but at the same time, I know that's probably not gonna happen. So I'm gonna go Packers. Okay, I'm gonna go to the snowiest city in football. And go with the Buffalo Bills over the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers. I, I like that. I, I like the pick. Uh, the Chargers seem to be a team that just can't seem to finish games. Nope. So I, I and and the fact that they're going cross country and playing outdoors in the cold could, will be a challenge in itself. Will be a challenge as well. Yep. Um, and then. So I like that. And then for an upset this week, uh, I am going to pick a pick that I've made at least once this year. Yep. You did? And I'm going to make it because how what what is one of the things we always say about uh about NFL football and that second divisional game. It's hard to sweep the season series. Yep, I'm going to go with the New York Jets over the Miami Dolphins. Let's do it this time, boys. You got nothing else to live for. All right, it, it's a it's a good pick. I, I like the pick. Um, Except Jets aren't really I think playing Miami's very well. Good. Yeah, it, it all depends on how, I guess how how the Miami defense. If the Miami defense shows up, I mean, I think it's going to be tough for the Jets to get a win. And uh, but at the same time, Tua Tagovailoa didn't look too good last week, and he got yeah. pulled. So. If anything, it's a it's probably the last winnable game that the Jets have on the schedule. Oh yeah. Unless the Patriots uh, kind of lay down and give them and don't play as well um, in week number seventeen. <laughs> uh, for my upset of the week, I'm also going to take a game that a divisional game that's going to have a hard time getting a getting um getting the sweep, and I'm going to go Titans over the Colts. Okay. As uh, the Colts won the Week One ma- the, their matchup earlier in the earlier in the season in, down in Nashville. Yeah, um, it's a hard. I mean, that's a hard game to pick either side on, as it's going to be a close game no matter what. Both teams are well suited to, for this matchup. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, I get to watch it up here. I'm not sure if I will, because uh, it's the same time as the Minnesota Carolina game, and that's going to be on up here in. Uh, for local coverage all right no thursday night football this week as the titans not the titans the uh, the ravens cowboys game got postponed due to the ravens steelers game being pushed from thursday night thursday night on thanksgiving to sunday afternoon now to tuesday yeah night um honestly after having lived through covid honestly i think i i mean i think it could be done um, but we'll see. Um, I really hope for, um, I really hope for 
Kansas City's chance or for Kansas City that this game happens. Um, I really wish that everybody would be healthy on uh, on Baltimore's side because the Baltimore Ravens, like, what if they were healthy, would be the best challenge against Pittsburgh uh, for games for them to lose the rest of the season. As I look at it, um, mm-hmm. and so that means that if they have to cancel this game, uh, it will make seeding a problem. They've already talked about. Uh, potentially adding um, a half a game halfway uh, at the end of the the last week of the season, um, or even and this is the one that's crazier to me, uh, going by winning percentages and adding an eighth team to the playoffs. What do you think of that? Do you know, well, Mike, before before I give an opinion on that, do you know who the eighth team would be in the AFC, Mike? Well, it would end up being Baltimore, wouldn't it? It would. It would be Baltimore. Yeah. And to where in that format, only the team with the with the best record in the league would get a first round bye. Everybody else would be would play wild card weekend. Yeah. Um, so a team like Kansas City in that format would not get the first, not get the second first round bye that they, they would have earned by Baltimore. virtue of their. Of their record, and they'd have to play Baltimore. Yeah. How how ridiculous! A team that you'd think would also be a healthy Baltimore at yeah. that point too. Yeah. Uh, does this change um, I, your? Does this week change your Super Bowl perspective? To rather than who's the best team in the league, who's gotten past the COVID and is now ready to play the playoffs? Because let's say. Let's say this season goes off and Kansas City hasn't gotten COVID. Playoffs hit. Now all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes is out for one week because of COVID. Like, now all of a sudden the best player on the best team is now out and we're screwed. We're not getting the best team in the AFC the best two teams in the AFC to the championship game. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I mean, if you put an extra team in the wild card weekend, it's called wild card weekend for a reason. You don't, anything can happen. Did you expect the Titans to make a run all the way to the AFC championship game <laughs> last year? Yeah. But does that, but again, the problem's going to be if COVID hits during the playoffs, how do you mm-hmm. handle it? You can't just take the week off, right? No, no, you can't. So let's say half of Kansas City gets it. Is that a forfeit automatically? Do they have to play? If they have to play, like these are the these are now the questions that we're going to look at. Exactly, and that's, that's something the that the NFL really hasn't planned for. That and that's one thing that really hasn't been discussed is what's going to happen. Are you going to throw the teams into a bubble? to contain COVID or are you going to have a maybe delay the playoffs by one week so you can get everybody tested to make sure everybody's good to go before the wild card weekend. Excuse so me. everybody, so in theory, everybody gets a bye before the first round. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't like, this is going to be the problem that the NFL has. Do you know how hard it is to put the NFL in a bubble? 
We're talking over 100 people per team. It's not like basketball. NFL, what's your plan? This is what I need to know. So, okay. And that's something that could come out later on when it gets closer to the playoffs. But we're if, you do, here... if you do have positive cases that come out in weeks 16 or 17. Right. When there's no more bye weeks to, to cover the up. End of bye weeks, right? Like, um, yeah, I believe the last set, I think the last team, the last teams to go on by is week 13. Right. So we're in the last, we're, we're, we're in the middle of the second to last bye week. And we're looking at, then we're, then we go in, we have no more bye weeks. We have no more real time to make up these games. This is when we need to have these plans from the NFL and as fans, as analysts, as people that just care we don't have a plan like so so here's my question what's gambling gonna do if covid hits let's say covid hits right mm-hmm. uh kansas city and they end up having a forfeit how do they how do they determine did they cover the spread did they not You, who, I, I, I think in the games of they've made all those games up though yeah yeah I, I think if it comes down to the playoffs and the NFL has to make a decision of well we can't play the playoff game but we also can't reschedule and it comes down to a forfeit I think if there were any futures bets on that I think you'd almost have to refund that if the if the team law if the team that you bet on had lost by due to a forfeit man I don't like the way that I don't like the way that this postseason's shaping up to be because it's I mean we always say anybody can win on any given Sunday right like that's kind of the, mm-hmm. the moniker of the NFL that's what they that's one of the things that they love about the parody of the game is that any team can win on any given Sunday and we know that's not true because the Bears are not they can't win this week we know that uh, Philadelphia's chances of winning in Seattle are slim to my my chance of being able to walk onto the field and play that game. So we're looking at it, and we're looking at a season where, come the playoffs, you have the potential for this pandemic to actually cause a team to not be able to play a playoff game. Okay. So, Mike, which would you prefer? But what would be like the lesser of two evils for you? A week eighteen being used to potentially do use a, used as a makeup, or having an eighth team or having one extra team added to the playoff field if you have to if the if there are games that need to be canceled because they can't be made played or made up. I honestly, on that side, I'm not. I don't care. Um, mm. Winning per. As a baseball guy, winning percentage is king, right? Mm-hmm. So, as a baseball guy, I say winning percentage is king. As a uh, for football, though, the problem is um, Kansas City has the best argument in the world to say that that's not fair because they should they could have lost this game. So, um, honestly, I like the week eight idea. We'll go with that. Okay. So everybody potentially, everybody that doesn't need to play gets a bye week. Yeah. 
I think that's I, I I in my opinion I think you have to go with the extra playoff team because I think that you gotta you gotta kind of keep the line moving and keep the schedule going so you don't have a chance of a covert outbreak affecting the playoffs any more than you already any more than it already has. How about this? So I would say you, you add an extra playoff team. How about this? That you add the extra week and that extra week is your bubble week. For the teams that don't have to play? All the teams that don't have to play have to move into wherever you're going to put this bubble. you got to do a bubble. Mm-hmm. We end up having to do two bubbles, whatever it is. So Dallas and Houston, I don't care. And you're not allowed to leave the facilities for anything. For anything, each team gets, like, you, the NFL schedules when each team has the field for practice time and how it works. And uh, week 18 is your one week of, if you get COVID, you got a week and a half, you got basically a bye week to get healthy, and then you come back. If so if you have the extra playoff team in that scenario, does that put the number one overall seed an advantage? Because they would have two weeks off without playing. Except right now, they would have to make up a game. I don't think there's a there's a right answer on that on this one, Mike. <clears throat> yeah, but so one this week, is one we'll just have to wait and see. One week is rest. Two weeks is is uh, where you get soft. So, you know, I would say I would say one week is or two weeks is fine. Okay. So, okay. Um, moving on to power rankings. Um, we have those. Um. And we're going to go with our eye test this week, Rich. So Mm -hmm. who do you have at number one? I kept the Kansas City Chiefs at number one. Okay. Um, I kept the Pittsburgh Steelers at number one. All right. I I put the Steelers at number two. So probably not that far off as I'm guessing you put the Chiefs at number two. Yep. Yep, that's accurate. Um, Who do you got in your third spot? New Orleans Saints. Uh, I have them there as well. Okay. Number four, I have the Green Bay Packers. I put the Buffalo Bills here. I like that as a pick. I just think that the the Packers are the better team here. But, you know, it's one of those that you – I mean, four, five, and six, honestly, I think you could throw a dart at and you're not going to be wrong. But you actually don't agree with me on that. No, I, I I think my six team might be ranked a little too high. I think it so, is. But my number. So, but we'll get there. Yep. But I put the pack at number five. Okay, I put the Buffalo Bills in number five. Okay, so, so we're still we're still not that far off. So number um, six. So my number six team, based off of just what have they done lately? Okay. I put the Indianapolis Colts there. Wow, I put the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. You think that, okay, um, I have the Colts at seven. I honestly think the Colts are, are, a seven, are, are in seventh place. Uh, who do you have at seven? I went with the L.A. Rams. Ooh, okay. Uh, I have them at eight, so that's pretty close. So number nine, I have Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. 
Um, so I, I put the Rams at seven because of their victories over the Seahawks and the Cardinals. I can see that. So, that's not a bad. So that's why. Okay. So who do you have it at? Uh, my number. My number eight team was the Titans, okay. and I put the Seahawks at number nine. Okay. Um, I actually have the Titans a little further down. Um, they just they look like they're winning the games, but they're slugging it out for those games for those wins. That's why I have them a bit lower down. And you're going to be shocked at how low I have them, I think. Um, so, number 10. Who do you got, Rich? The Arizona Cardinals. Me too! That's a good <laughs> you finally came around on I those did. Cardinals. <laughs> I am coming around on the Cardinals. They're starting to, uh, they're starting to win me over. Um, so, who do you got 11? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, are you still not on them yet? It's not that I mean, I, I had them in within the top five a couple of weeks ago, yep. but it just seems like when they're playing in prime time, when they're playing the marquee matchups okay. against other teams, other competitive teams like the Saints, uh, like the Saints, uh, they just can't get the win. Okay. So that's why I put them at number 11. Okay. I can, I could see that. I'm not holding that against you. Um, I, uh, who do you got at number 12? Number 12, I went with the Vegas Raiders. Okay. Yeah, so I got, uh, I mean, I had the Raiders at, at 11. So okay. uh, my number 12 is the Cleveland Browns. Now, that's probably going to drop here, but, you know, I figured, okay. I figured why not. I, I put the Ravens up at the, uh, in my number 13 spot. Um, and then I had the Browns at number 14. Okay. So that's not too far off. So you, you mentioned number 13. Mm -hmm. Now there's a team that you had ranked much higher. And I told you, you were going to be shocked at where I had them. That I have not the Titans that I have not said yet. This is where I put the Titans. Okay. It, it, and that's fair. I mean, I mean, they they're winning games, but they're winning them close. They're winning ugly. Right. They're but winning in, in ugly. my eyes, in my eyes, a win's a win. And I think I, you know what? I will say, winning close games says a lot about you. Uh, winning blowouts is easy. Winning close games is hard. Mm -hmm. Um, but when you're winning close games against teams that you're expected to blow out, that says a lot about you. Okay, and that's fair. That's that's what I've been struggling with the, with them this year. Uh, number fourteen, I have a team that I thought at the beginning of the year was going to be one of our bargain basement garbage teams: the Miami Dolphins. Okay, so the the number fourteen is where I put the Browns. Okay, I put the Dolphins at number fifteen. Okay, and my number fifteen is the Minnesota Vikings. Um, Honestly, I just think that they, um, they, they're doing all right, and uh, I like them. Um, they, their schedule going ahead should be pretty easy, and they should be able to win uh, quite a few games, make it into the playoffs. That's why I'm, I'm actually giving them a better ranking because of their futures, uh, based based on what my my eye says. Uh, so number sixteen is where I have your number thirteen team. And that's going to be Baltimore uh, comes in at number 16. Okay. 
Um, I put the Vikings in the in the 16 spot. Um, so that's really and, nice. Like honestly, our top 16 are all exact. Uh, we have the same teams. Now mm-hmm. there are a couple places we disagree, and some some more drastic than others. I admit, I am really downplaying the Titans right now because they're just they they're winning these games by barely winning, and I know I don't like that, but I understand. Uh, where do you have the Bears? You know, I put the Bears at number seventeen. Okay. Although, if if they're if they're uh, if their loss to the Packers is really ugly, I think they could I could see them dropping down a little bit further down in the rankings for me. Um, but they're they're still in the hunt for that division title though. Well, they're they're at least they're by record. They could. They're they're in they're in second place in the division. Yeah. So that's maybe why, but I think the Vikings are a better team, which is why I have the Vikings ranked ahead of the Bears. Um, yeah, and I have the Vikings ranked ahead of the Bears myself. I do. Um, I have the Bears ranked at 18. Um, mm. I can't, um, and and I probably should let injuries dictate some of my score, uh, but coaching, I think, is giving me reason to leave hope for the 49ers which is what that I, um but the bears are lacking in coaching i honestly the loss this week could drop them below detroit in my power rankings okay um and if they do that that puts them around the 20th position which like you and i have said the dot the but but below 20 like honestly, you could throw darts at, and you probably couldn't be wrong for raking them. At, at, yeah, and that's in sad that position because the Bears are—they looked like they were going to have a good year this year. You at least had some hope. Um, is all hope lost for the Bears? I want to see what happens in the Packers game. Okay, it all depends on whether it's going to be a blowout or whether it's a close game. Yeah, um, I like. I, I want to agree with you on that, but uh, I also got to say we're de- we're back to Mitch Trubisky, which hurts hurts mm-hmm. us a little bit. Um, we are back to um, hey, Rich, do you recognize that sound? I do. We're getting kind of close to the end of our time. That's our two minute warning, folks. We're going to bring that back. Uh, I've been listening to our old podcasts, which you can get on Google Podcasts. They actually, uh, Blog Talk Radio has our our Blog Talk uh, on Google Podcasts. I didn't know that they were pushing them there, but you can find them there if you would like. Uh, And I forgot about our two-minute warning, so I figured I'd bring that back. Um, Okay, Um, the Bears. Do I think they have a chance? Am am I giving up hope on this team? And do... so the, the ultimate question is, do we need to go into rebuilding? That all depends on whether you're going to change over not only the front office, but also the coaching staff on, on what are you going to do? So you don't think that, that the, at least the coaching staff deserves to get um, a coach to, or a, a, a QB that they want? The thing is, if you fire, if you're, it all depends on what you're going to do. If the front office is going to stay and the coaching staff stays, then you might as well commit to the rebuild and get let the coaching staff have a little bit more say on where they want to go, 
with a new quarterback. But if the, if one or the other goes, the front office or the I think if they if they change the front office over, he deserves the right to maybe choose a new coaching staff. Okay. So you're not so so in year one or two of his tenure, he's not making the decision to blow up everything, and having the coaching the current coaching staff deciding the players that are going to be in place for for the replacement coaching staff that may or may not come in yep. year two if you let go of Ryan Pace. Okay. So um, real quick before we. <coughs> Excuse me. Before we end the show, uh, we did we did give it. It's something we were going to talk about. Um, the Scottish Deerhound uh, won the best in show at the dog mm-hmm. show this year. Um, I've always liked that dog because it's bred to go hunt deer. Hmm. Okay. So I like the concept of that dog. Uh, it's basically a long-haired greyhound, is how they describe it. So. Huh. Okay. So yeah, so you mentioned next year, if we remember, we're going to try and give the winner yeah. from which group is going to get the best in show for next year. Yep. So did you watch the dog show in its entirety or did you kind of skip over, skip over and so that's kind of go really in fun. and out? That's really fun. So we started out uh, watching like during the day when the show mm-hmm. was on for the first time. We watched it, and then family got here, and it was dinner time, and we were hungry, so we stopped watching, and then we just finished watching the football game, and then we uh, we came back, and uh, last night they actually showed the second they were showing the dog show in its entirety again, and so we watched the second half of the dog show that we had missed. Okay, um, yeah, Amy and I watched it live from start to finish. So we, we went right in, we went right from the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade right into the dog show and watched it from start to finish uh, while we were putting together a new bookshelf for our movies and books in the TV room. Ooh, fun. So folks, uh, thanks for joining us this week. If you have not already done so, check out our podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we are Balls and Sticks, the podcast. We, ask, we do ask that you give us a rating out there. Um, we, we hope that we're good enough to deserve a five or a four star rating. Uh, if you don't think so, uh, find us on our Facebook page, shoot us a message. Let us know what you'd like to see us do to improve. Um, also like our Facebook page and our Facebook, uh, fans of balls, uh, at facebook.com slash balls and sticks is our Facebook page for our pay for our show. And then fans of balls and sticks is where you can find your poll questions. Um, so that we can share it out to the world. Uh, Rich, do you have anything else before we leave um, in the, before we uh, end the show? Um, no, not really. Okay. Uh, once again, our prayers and thoughts are with you and Amy uh, for tomorrow and the, the, um, the, the remembrance and uh, whatnot for uh, Jeff. Um, I've had the pleasure of meeting him a couple of times. Um, and, uh, so, uh, my, my condolences to the family and to all of the friends, uh, he will be missed. Um, and, uh, yeah, we love you guys. So thanks a lot. God bless you folks. Once, uh, see you next week. Uh, not the same time and not the, but the same channel as we will be at, uh, hopefully at our normal time. Right. Hopefully. Yeah.
Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. 